Hi, welcome to my creativity. output. I'm your host, Surrey. I reveal how I work, my projects, my process, well, my creativity. From planning and goal setting, to how I stay accountable for my output, to the way ideas pop into my head, and frameworks I use to stimulate my creativity and formalize it. Each week, I go over my previous goals, and then at the end of the episode, I can contrude. Uh, I learn how to speak English, is what I do. I produce new goals for the coming week. So my last set of goals, if you're listening along, was that I was in the process of fixing up book one of Exit Plan. That's a lovely trilogy I wrote. And how did I go with that? Well, I did a little bit more of it, uh, but I haven't finished. Recording a marketing audio video. Yes, I've started doing up a lovely video, which is a Space Brain sort of intro. It's something that we'll be able to put on Instagram and um various other social medias and so on. So that's quite good. That's not finished yet. It will be finished shortly. So what am I going to talk about? What have I been thinking about lately? Well, a couple of things I've been thinking about, but in particular, I'm interested in ways that writers can raise money or make money. Now, I don't hide the fact that I love the internet. And I believe that democratization of information is a good thing. But as much as I love all this free flow of ideas and cutting middlemen out of my life, I'm still struggling with how all of this can help me. So lately I've been looking at crowdfunding and crowdsourcing. The idea that you can get a lot done for a little by recruiting the power of big numbers. So the power of big numbers... For those unfamiliar with the idea, the power of big numbers can be summed up by the old adage, many hands make light work. The business success of Google, Facebook and Blizzard rely on the power of big numbers. You can imagine a corner shop selling widgets for five cents each with a profit of just two cents. I mean, maybe they'll sell 20 widgets in a day to the five people who stop in. That is not a good business plan. But imagine if you put that same business on the internet where 5 million people stop by each month. Suddenly your profits are starting to look pretty good. Blizzard, for example, has World of Warcraft, which is a game you play and pay a subscription. I'm sure you all know what World of Warcraft is. It's something like 20 Australian dollars a month. Now, at one point they had 12 million subscribers. So you can imagine $240 million a month revenue. You know, $12 a month, not much. Multiply it by... Uh, $20 a month is not much. Multiply by 12 million subscribers. Suddenly, it's huge. And that's the power of big numbers. And the internet has them, and I want them. So where do I go, and what do I do to get a piece of that action? Well, first of all, it's a global market. And getting into the global market is pretty <coughs> getting into the global market is pretty easy. 
So you publish an ebook um, on Amazon, and your book is available for purchase by pretty much anyone in the world. That's somewhere in the region of seven billion customers, minus those who are too young or don't have internet. It's still huge. If you publish your book in the US via a traditional publisher who doesn't EPUB, although I think they all do now, then your market drops down to a maximum of about 250 million, minus those unfortunate who don't give a rat's ass about books. So hurdle one, overcome. Publish on the internet to get the biggest market. And that's the first big number working for you. But if you self-publish a self-edited and self-artworked book, how far are you going to get? Well, you could go a long way, I suppose. Yeah. But in general, you're not going to be able to maintain the level of quality over a long enough period to make the sort of impact that you want to make. And as confident as I am in my own abilities, I want to have an impact and I want to make some money, which means I will need help. That's just the way it works. So that's where crowdfunding comes in. Editors and artists cost money. So they cost real money, not the imaginary money that you'll be hauling in once you make it big. I don't have real money. I have only the make-believe stuff that grows on trees and flutters like butterflies in the back of my mind. But you can employ the power of big numbers to overcome this too. There are many sites now that provide crowdfunding. They work simply. You register, create a project, give it a deadline, add an amount you want to raise, and make your pitch. Then people give you money to see if your project will come to fruition. Of course, they don't do it for free. <laughs> you have to provide different incentives for different levels of funding. For example, you could say, if you give me $1, I'll send you a thank you email. But if you give me $20, I'll send you a thank you, a signed copy of my book, and you'll be listed in the acknowledgements on my Facebook page, so on. The idea is that you'll provide what you can easily do provide in exchange for a bit of money. So the trick is to carefully balance what you can do against what someone will donate. But when you boil it down, you are pre-selling your book. It would be easy to say, yeah, for $10 you get a copy of the book, because you know it will cost you $3 for the book and $2 postage, so out of the $10 you'll make $5, which will go to the editor and artist. <laughs> yeah, heaven forbid that an author makes any money. So one easy start, and I'm sure you've all heard of it, is Kickstarter. And I've seen some projects raise tens of thousands of dollars. And most of the book projects are looking for maybe a couple of thousand to pay for art, editing, or sometimes printing. And this is another instance where describing it is easier than doing it. There will be work involved. It will cut. <laughs> it will be I've been watching Forged in Fire lately. If you haven't seen that then then you really <laughs> you really should. It will kill you. <clears throat> okay, so go watch it. Have a little chuckle about it will kill and then come back. So you can't just create a project for say a thousand dollars and hope people will give you money. You could, but you're only gonna be hoping that's the best you're gonna do. 
So you'll need to provide real incentives and you'll need to advertise your project so people know about it. You'll need to keep your backers updated on progress and in essence be all very businesslike and professional. The most successful projects are by those people who already have a fan following. Or maybe it's easier to get funding for your third book in a series rather than the first. But I still think it's worth investigating. Crowdsourcing. This is the other side of this mythical coin. The one I don't have. <coughs> so I want professional cover art, right? I can go to an artist and commissioner work. Or I can go to a crowdsourcing site like 99designs. Does that even still exist? Yeah, 99designs. And you can offer a design bounty. And that's going to use the vast number of hungry designers to create an affordable book cover. And it can work quite well. Um, some people say the designs are being uh, taken advantage of, but let's face it, I'm a penniless author. So, like, if I'm giving them money, that's more than I'm getting. So, can't be too bad. So, I haven't found a way to do this with editing yet. Like, there's no 99 edits. Uh, but if I do, I'll let you know about it. I can't imagine... Yeah. The problem is, I suppose, it's really hard to judge the value of editing. Book covers, for example, you, you pay 100 bucks and you get a book cover. You can pick the one you like. It may not be a good book cover, I suppose, but you can think it looks nice. But with editing, it's a bit harder to judge. It also takes a lot longer to do. So that's what I've been thinking of lately. Crowdfunding. I was talking to a young fellow. I assume it's a young fellow. That's sort of... The name was Nathan, so I expect so. And this person had come up with this idea for a... Uh, a creativity funding site. I mean, it boiled down to uh, sort of a subscription and advertising type arrangement. But the interesting point he had on that was the uh, sharing of revenues so that the fans and supporters have various ways that they can share in the revenues generated by the site, which is quite interesting. And I added a bit of my own two cents into what I thought. Because I always thought it, there's this problem you have where you have a, a fan of an artist, say a, a book writer has a fan, and this fan would like to support this person, but, you know, just don't for some reason or other. Even when they just set aside, look, five bucks, and you go, well, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to plant with five bucks. But what if that fan could help promote the author in some visible way and essentially use that to pay for access to the author's work? Quite interesting idea, I think, and it's a type of crowdfunding. I'd like to see if it works out, but I have a feeling that it's one of these things where you sort of need investors to give you a whole stack of money first so that you can fund your idea until it gets its own legs. 
And maybe that'll come one day when I have a, a, a really solid idea. But anyway, next week's goals. So I'm back working at the office for a few days this week because I've been so fortunately blessed to be living in Western Australia. And Western Australia has not had any um, COVID infections for weeks. Uh, not like poor Victoria is suffering at the moment. That means I am catching the train, which means this morning I got a whole heap of work done on my Hansel and Gretel pre-write. So it's coming up goal is, is more on Hansel and Gretel. I'm going to use my experience writing this to then update my how to write. So my little sort of framework that I'm developing. And I'm going to finish off this Space Brains video uh, if my computer behaves itself. And that's it. So <clears throat> when you're wondering how, as a creative person, you're going to make money, think about little bits of money from a great many people and how you can maybe leverage that. That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, see ya.